It's another session with the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. Starring Bruce, John, Trav, Pixie. So sit back and groove with us cats as we spin another session of the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Pixie. Welcome to the Tri-Tech Games Podcast, your podcast of going to a world that's made out of one meter cubes, including your head. A cube gun would be a really weird thing to have to shoot. Yeah, but you shoot straight with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. I'm, I'm doing the lead, lead this time around because we're talking about the, uh, well... After Tetris, the most popular video game uh, ever, Minecraft. At least the the, the, the most popular block-related game ever. No, based on raw numbers, there's 122 unique users. 122 million unique users of Minecraft. Are you sure that's not downloads? No. Elementine is specifically block-related, okay? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, yeah, Tetris is number one with 170. And Minecraft is, well, purchases. This is based on people who actually paid for the game. So 122 million purchases. The oh, next, God. So the number could even bigger for people who have, you know... Pirated copies. Somehow um, <laughs> otherwise procured the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the next game after that is like in only in the 90 millions. You know, I can't remember what it is, but yeah, it's 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 one of the biggest games because it's so approachable and so and well, it's it's an easy game to play. It's an easy game to play. You don't need Twitch react Twitch muscles like you do in most video games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know. But John, what? Why are we talking about it? Ah, yes. because yeah, you know what? We've talked about other places that have you know. You know, uh, video game worlds where you go and visit, like we talk about Skyrim and uh, and um, Brain Pokemon Dis- and Pokemon. Zelda. Well, no, yes. Yeah, Zelda. Well, Minecraft is, like I said, one of the more popular one, and it's a good chance that one of your gamers play, or your you you yourself as a GM actually play it. And thinking about what it be, would it be like if you ran into a Minecraft world in the fringe paths? What would what would what? <laughs> What sort of properties would you run into? I mean, basically, how does this affect how things happen in you know in your in in the fringe in the fringe game? I mean, the fringe worthy. I mean, basically, you know, you find a world where once you once you wait for the eighteen hours to pass, and now you become a Minecraft, you become a blockhead, as they're kind of called. Um, you can carry back lots of things, and you can build. Uh, anyone who's familiar with Minecraft, building a ten-story building in under an hour is not a problem. And that includes all the floors and windows and stairs and everything. 
you know, you can do that in about an hour if you had all the material for it and build ten stories easy. Was I'll that- stick with I'll stick with two, thanks. <laughs> At least for now. I mean I have a project that's probably gonna be about oh, yeah. seven high. Oh yeah. I mean I've built I've built really large structures in Minecraft and it, you can do them fairly quickly. Uh, and this is without any cheats. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with Minecraft, because yeah, there are you know 122 million. Eh, that means a fair number of you out there have never ever played it. But uh, Minecraft is a sandbox construction game with survival features and a creative mode, and that pretty much describes it. Uh, I, yeah, it's fairly simple, very straightforward. It's what people can do with it. Um, in the money. Well, oh no, I John, I saw uh, a YouTube video where they had somebody built, and I guess it was to scale at, in proportion to a blockhead character of the Enterprise seventeen oh one D from Next Gen. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm like, okay, all right, I see what you know, just oh, an inkling of what can be done here. I was on. Right. Oh, go ahead, Bruce. Well, I I, I think you're being a little disingenuous here, John. You, okay. you actually have two different versions of Minecraft. Okay? You have the Minecraft where you're primarily going into the game and you're crafting and you're ma- you know you're making stuff, you're adventuring around. Yeah. It's as you say, it is a sandbox. Okay. Then there is the store the story Minecraft where you're following along a video game adventure. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft- where you're pretty much on rails most of the time. Yeah, Minecraft Story Mode. It's a Telltale game, and yeah, Telltale games are m- mostly on the rails. You can make choices that will affect for- play further on down the line in other, uh, and other further editions of those games. But yeah, we're not we're you know uh, we're not really going to be. I'm going to pull from that game because because the creators of the game really drank deeply from the Minecraft well on that one for how things operate and how things work. Um, in a way, um, is is that appropriate? I mean, after all, you have two different games. If you try to conflate the two together, you may create something that isn't actually what the game is. But the thing is, Minecraft is everything. That's the that's the unique thing about it. Even with just vanilla Minecraft, with no other with no mods, I've seen everything from a creative server where you can build build where you want to someone's version of World of Warcraft with it and it's basically and you had the villages and you have all the mob basically all the monsters to fight and you have quests and it's it's world of warcraft and and because minecraft because it's so simple it's so easy to manipulate and change i heck there's even official uh race car simulators in the game you can get how can you say how can you say without mods then because it's it, <laughs> You can use things that are called command blocks to do things such as move vehicles and move blocks and move players. So, you know, you have to do a lot of programming to make it happen. But, yeah, you can create uh, their whole uh, games based around vanilla Minecraft, no mods, but they're using the built-in programming language. Well, that sounds an awful lot like mods to me, John. No, actually... I've um, no. There's people that will use the command blocks, which aren't really affected by mods at all, to actually make it play other things from within the game. What can you do with a mod that you can't do with a vanilla game? Make beer. 
add new creatures to it. Add new creatures. Add new items. Okay, uh, so you want to add you you want to add new objects into the game. It requires a mod. That's correct. Um, new powers and abilities. There's there's at least uh, I think we did we, we did account two hundred different magic mods. So the two hundred different versions of magic are available. You know. In Minecraft, and yes, I and know. You, and you couldn't do that with your command blocks. No, most of them do think there. Uh, there's Botania where you're growing flowers, and the flowers are specific are specific to that mod. You're growing specific flowers that do different things. You turn them into various items, which then give you extra powers beyond whatever you could normally get. Uh, basically, a, a mod. Uh, takes vanilla Minecraft and adds on to it another a whole nother le- level of features and abilities and functions that are not available through the vanilla Minecraft. You could you could simulate them. Yeah, John, but- I I do understand that. I was just asking you to be more specific so that our listeners would have some context as what would be the difference between the two. Since you just went and said that you were taking a game which was obviously not designed to do World of Warcraft on, and you said, "Oh, but I can make world do World of Warcraft on it." Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it does sound like you know such a wide deviation from the out of the box game, you know, begs the question of what what does a mod give you that 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 the base game can't give you. All right, yeah. So that's why I asked the question. Yeah, yeah. It basically adds extra extra features and new things to it. Uh, basically, a lot of the extra fe- you you probably could simulate it through the control blocks, but I, that would just it would just be very hairy to do all the pro- necessary programming and make and troubleshooting. It'd be easier to actually write in code and make a mod rather than try doing it through control blocks. Uh, trust me on that one. I play it. Since I've, I have no idea <laughs> what a control block is, John. Oh, yes. And, Pratt, and our audience probably may not either. So yes, I we'll just see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Why don't you just go ahead and move on? I just, yeah, we're going to move on. So yeah, move on past that. Move, yeah. Class will move on. So with Minecraft, Mine, the reason why we're looking at Minecraft is that it's a unique world with some unique properties. Now I'm not going to go through and you know and give you a litany of all the various properties because well, play the game and you'll learn what they are. Uh, I can give you a couple. Uh, it's so, definitely a learn as you go thing. Yeah, but it has certain properties which are not, which don't match the physical world. It is as Bruce would call it a weird space. Well, uh, not necessarily. Mm. It's it's one of two things. Yeah. It's either uh, an other a weird space or an other place, or is a virtual world. Um, we talked about virtual worlds and we decided against it. We said, so it's actually so it's probably either another. Well, I remember Richard said, well, well, John, "John, it already is a virtual world. So why are you saying it isn't a virtual world?" Well, okay, virtual world. Okay, um, <laughs> go ahead, Pixie. I have no idea what we decided on. <laughs> I I really thought we decided on the whole virtual world thing, but I'm well. Okay. Is or isn't well virtual. Okay, the the if you talk when you say virtual world in terms of yeah, when we talk about virtual worlds in fringe world, we're talking the what I would call the Tron experience. You're in the computer and doing things, and I I look and say. Mm, no, it's it's a world where it's a physical world, and you're visiting it. And it has, I haven't seen how you've discounted it, John. I well, mean, you may not prefer that that particular point of view, 
But I mean, if you if you go through a portal and your mind basically gets transferred into a computer and it throws up all these objects in front of you and says, oh, look, you're a blockhead now. And these are the rules of how the world works. And you have to and you go around and do things, you know, as ah. if it's real. OK, then um, you're it's a virtual space. You're in it. And that's the way it is and until you leave. And how, okay, and so, how do we know that Earth Prime is in the virtual world? We don't know. We don't know. Okay, so which begs the question. So, the, uh, all right. But if it isn't a virtual world, then it has to be an other place because yes. of the vast deviations of from the laws of physics. That's correct. Things so... Like what like what what where where are we deviating from what the, the expected laws of physics? Well, if you know you're a team, you're on a, you're on a Minecraft world, and Trav, you decide to cut down a tree, right? Okay. Get your hatchet out. Start cutting that tree. All right. Whack whack whack. After five whacks, a block just pops out. And, yeah. And it's and it's. And what's even better is that you could actually punch a tree down. That's true. Yeah, but the th here's the most important thing, though. The tree's still standing. There's a meter hole, one meter hole in the middle of the tree. The tree has not fallen down. It's just floating there. And if you pick up the and the one meter block is turned to this little floaty thing that's floating on the ground. You pick it up. You can put it back in the back in the hole you just made, and the tree's whole again with no sign of ever being chopped. That is definitely weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, that's one property right there. They most people would see and go, "What the?" And when you try digging, you dig one meter, one cubic meter holes in the ground. No matter what you do, you always dig a one meter cubic hole with your shovel. Well, <laughs> I think what you're trying to say, John, is that no matter what you do, you affect a meter square area. Well, meter cubed area. Yeah. yeah. Meter cubed area. Yeah. 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 So, so no matter what, yeah. So yeah, that, that, those are interesting. You, you, if you. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. I get it. So if I, let's say I'm the big combat monster of the team, I've got the massive gun mm -hmm. and something comes at me and I blow a hole in it. It's going to be a one cubic meter hole. At least. At least. Or, or it just vanishes because you, you've done enough well, damage to kill it. Well, depending on the size of the creature. If yeah. I'm shooting an elephant with an elephant gun, there's going to be a one cube cubic meter hole in that elephant. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, it, <laughs> why in not? Case, when you're shooting creatures, it's pretty much the same thing as when you're dealing with creatures in any other thing. If it, you do enough damage, you're going to kill it. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that depending on what the elephant, where the elephant came from, it may just turn into some stakes. Okay. Beef steaks, in fact. Don't ask. That's, that's, that's a just, powerful gun. Turn it from <laughs> elephant meat to cow meat. Wow. Yeah, if you, you break the if you break the grass, and I'm saying it that way, not cut the grass. You break the grass, it just vanishes. Hmm. Though occasionally it will spit out a seed at you. Oh yeah, the the, the grass that grows on the dirt blocks. Yeah, and but flowers pop and float. So you can cut, you can pop flowers, but grass just breaks, and it'll occasionally spit out seeds. And depending on what's, but it's yeah, but it's not a grass seed it spits out. Wheat seed, yeah, yeah. You get wheat seeds out of grass. Well, technically, that kind of makes sense because wheat really is just a grass. Yeah, 
you know, you're just skipping. Just more edible grass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just skipping about you know two thousand, you know two thousand, no four thousand years worth of uh, controlled you know, evolution by farmers yeah. to get that wheat seed. But yeah, weird things like that, and there's not a whole lot of animals. Even with the modern versions, there are not a whole lot of animals. Well, I'll take that back. There are a couple that make a lot of animals, but they also make a lot of mobs that you don't want to get anywhere near. But yeah, there's, uh, but there's not a whole lot of animals. You might see some rabbits. You'll see yes. pigs, chickens. chickens, sheep, horses, uh, wolves, llamas. You, you can befriend a wolf. Yep. Llamas, you can befriend llamas. Uh, ocelots, ocelots are hard to tame, and they turn to cats when you tame them. Um, weird stuff oh, like that. Oh, I just remembered the whole thing about cats. Yeah, they're hard to get. Uh, no, 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 no. I just remembered the whole the, the the whole thing about cats. Oh yes, they're they're proof against something that happens at night. Because hey, you, you don't know what's going on. You're yeah, you know, you're, now you folks so. It's night. What do you expect is going to happen at night? It's dark. It's yes. dark. Yeah. It's night. Yeah. Do you have any lights on? Any fires going? Usually. Yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hope you get your weapons handy because that's when the mobs come out. Zombies? Yeah, skeletons? They don't just spawn at night, actually. Well, they can spawn also it. spawn when it's overcast. That's true, and they also spawn in caves. But we're talking well, on the surface. We're talking a team. Well, what do you mean spawn? They just appear, and then do they all they all appear from the same points. Nope. 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 Basically, when it, it's got to be dark enough for them to spawn, and which means about seven to eight blocks from a source of light. So if you're not if you only got one light going on, then everything within and a, and a block is one meter, so within eight meters of a light. So yeah, within eight meters, you start seeing these zombies showing up, shambling so about towards. About twenty five feet away, you're yeah. at your campsite. About twenty five feet from the fire, you got zombies coming at you. Well, wait a second. <laughs> okay, so if, if 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 they spawn because of darkness, why isn't there an infinite number of zombies appearing every night? There is because there's a lot more darkness than there's going to be light, right? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the yeah. There is. There is. Yeah. If yeah, on an overcast day, they don't go away. Uh, they you know, and they'll and if they see you, they attack you. And if you attack them, they make noises, and other zombies start coming because hey, you've attacked them. Uh, so how many zombies can there be? Ah, uh, I think the most zombies I ever saw one night was probably around fifty. That doesn't oh, sound like an awful lot of zombies. It's, it no, sounds more to me like the light is creating the zombies because it isn't sufficient. Well, um, well, it's darkness. They only spawn in darkness, along with giant spiders. Uh, when I say giant spiders, um, they're two meters so what long. what I read. Well, they're two meters long. Uh, they're skeletons that, that spawn, and they shoot arrows at you. And you might also get a visit from a witch. Yeah. And... In specific areas, though. Yeah, that's true. And All right, well, but I, I just want to ask you, John. I mean, you're talking about this world, okay? And you're saying it's another place. Yeah. But it just seems like it, everything that happens seems to be triggered by the fact that you are there. That is true. Yes. Yes, actually. Yes. And it doesn't that seems a little bit uh, non. Um, it sounds solo, solo Non ecological. Let me put it that way. Yeah. 
if you if you treat this as a proper world, yeah, there'd be zombies walking around. Luckily, the zombies and skeletons uh, burn in the sunlight. Um, so if you're in, in an open area, they all will burn and die. Uh, and also, they tend to go away during the day. If you're not right. around, they just sort of wherever they came from, they go back to it. Right. So if you want to run this as a true world, you're going to have to change the rules. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah you, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but the the, uh, the the like a big dark oak forest. I could have sworn I saw a couple mobs spawn in one. Oh yeah, because because of how close the trees are together, it blocks out the light. Yeah, I tend to avoid uh, dark oak forests because that's you're right. They do spawn in dark oak forests, and yeah, it's just it's just bad. Um, and, and yeah, if you go into caves, there are zombies and spiders and skeletons and and cave spiders, which are worse than just regular giant spiders. Cave spiders are poisonous. So yeah, it's so. Is there any kind of ecology in this world? You know, like something eats something, something eats something. You got the wolves. You, know, wolf, you got yeah. you got the er, you got the herb of you know you got plants at the bottom. You got the carnivores at the top, and you got the scavengers that bring them back down to the bottom again. It, it, is, is there anything like that actually happening in this world? Actually, yes. Wolves will eat sheep. They will eat chickens, um, and occasionally they'll eat cows. Uh, but what eats wolves? Nothing. Nothing. Do the wolves die, uh, starve to death? They can. If they don't have enough. If you if you go and kill all the cows and all the sheep, okay, do the wolves die? No, they don't. They just they 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 just well they they start getting hungry and then they'll start attacking you. <laughs> So I've had that happen, being chased by wolves in the forest, um, and sheep and co- sheep and cows—they all eat grass. Uh, chickens eat seeds, and that's about it. I mean, there's really—you're—you're you're quite correct. There really isn't an ecology. Um, there also are people here. We uh, we were we kind of mentioned this chat. There are you know, if it's a world with no one else on it, there are villagers. And you'll know there's villagers because when you speak the local language, it will sound like, and that is a language. And yes, it can mean, oh, hi, how are you doing today, Herb? I'm sure it actually means it it, it gives you a lot more when you're in like the story mode and you've got your dialogue trees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's actually in in the uh, story mode game, there's one of the characters is a villager and they like talking to Chewbacca. You know, he goes, and it's a whole lot of dialogue and yeah, and it's a language and it's, you know, if anything, staying there for a year means you get to learn villager. So you can have nice conversations in front of people and all they hear is, why am I reminded of the gibberish that's in the Sims world? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, how about how about Pika 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 yeah. Pikachu? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Though I, there is one, there's a texture pack you get which changes it from to Jawanese. Butini. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah. But yeah, that that's just, just leave it at hmm. Yeah, but that's. Vanilla Minecraft. I mean, it's it's it sounds okay. It's just a world. There's nothing here. There's a village, and they grow crops. They grow potatoes, carrots, beets, and wheat. 
And you okay, um, how I'm, I'm, I'm losing track of how is it that we are going into this world? Are we just Dude. walking in Dude, and warp hey, we're, we're we're flesh and blood and everything is yep cube central yep or so, are we getting translated into blockheads ourselves? I would because s- I brought up a I brought up a point in mm-hmm. our group that how the portals do certain things to people like, you know, you get translated over to reverse DNA or you get translated into a ghost. Yeah. Or, and I came up with a new function of tech avatar for when these worlds come up that are basically um, pixelated worlds, the portals can do it or with a high enough DC. And I would probably say for, um, excuse me, Fringeworthy D20, it would be like a DC 50 that if you could become a pixel, a pixel person, for lack of a better term, an avatar, if you are good enough with a crystal key, because I came up with another idea for that. How do you think all these Commonwealth Termellern technicians like Schmert have sysadmin functions with the portals? How do you think they're fixing them? Yeah, they're going inside the portal. <laughs> And they just convert into a tech avatar and they just deal with the code like, you know, uh, second Matrix movie, how they're just moving around all of the uh, sigils and everything and Zion mission control. Kind of like that. So that's why I'm kind of wondering how we're going about this. Are you being converted into a tech avatar well, or are you walk in there as a normal human and everything's blockheads? I would say you walk in there as a normal human for those for the first 18 hours. Then your universe wears off and now you're a Minecraftian. And you convert. Okay. All right. Yeah. If if you convert on the way on the way in, then I would say it'd be more like the, your virtual world where you're going into a computer game. But yeah. if it's a real world, you stay human until your 18 hours are up, and pop, you're you are a uh, my, you're a blockhead. Okay. All right. What wanna... what happens to any material that does not previously exist in this world? Let's say copper like a penny in your pocket anything that's not part of the uh, part of say say if you're going to a vanilla world anything that's not part of the vanilla world turns into a black and fuchsia checkerboard square it just sits there and you're going okay i know what it is it says it's got a name for it but it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't look like anything it looks like a checkerboard okay square. so basically okay basically so the overriding code just basically says i got no damn idea this is what it is yep Except okay. this is a world, so you can't do that. So you're saying that anything that... I would that, say that if if we're making this as an actual world, it would... Uh, so let me, follow, let me continue to follow this thread that you're doing right here. Yeah. Okay, so it turns into a black and fuchsia cube. No, right? che- no checkerboard square. And this is the one time... Checkerboard, do- checkerboard square, fine, fine. Okay, so you take that cube... Okay, let's say you had like a, a thing of, um, I don't know, uh, a, a thing, like say copper, because I know that doesn't exist. And you, let's say you have um, uh, a rifle, pa- paper. Yeah. I don't know. Paper you know, exists. Pa- paper exists. Okay, let's say it didn't. Okay, for the purposes of my, my, my question here. So you have two now, two cubes, both checkerboards, right? Yep. And you take the two of them out. Back onto the fringe paths and take them over to the next node, and eighteen hours goes by. They return. What do you get? They go. What back, happens? They go back to what they were. There are you. 
why would that happen? Why would it maintain the identity? It just does. I mean, okay. I mean, is this is like an arbitrary decision you're making, John. No, or no. Do you actually have a reason for this? No, because it actually happens in game. Uh, I've actually had things that oh, I've removed a mod, and I still have items. And oh, there, there they are. These little pinked, you know, black and fuchsia square, you know, tr checkerboards. Put the mod back in. They returned back to what they were. Uh, I would say that the essential. Uh, okay. See, the, see the, I think you're mixing your metaphors here, John. Well, I'm I saying, mean, if you're in a world where there are rules. Okay, if something's being transformed into a block because it doesn't exist in that universe, it shouldn't maintain its identity. It should turn into just that, and then when you turns and then what and whatever it turns back to, or whatever those blocks transform into, they should transform into the same thing because they're basically they got converted to something, and now they're getting converted to something else, and they're not maintaining their identities. Well, I'm doing that for the purposes of not nerfing the players and, and disarming them. In fact, I would love to... Uh, what, what's wrong with nerfing the players? Don't nerf the Meller, but nerf the players. <laughs> Heck yeah! Heck well, yeah! Well, hey. That's part of the challenge, John. That's, that's what I was looking... That's what I was saying, though. It... Really, if we're talking about it being an actual world instead of this like virtual whatever, because the the the, the virtual whatever thingy you're talking about, I don't do technical terms today. <laughs> okay. Okay. The virtual whatever that would make sense with the whole black and fuchsia checkerboard square thing, but an actual world doesn't. I mean, things might look a little blockier but it would still be those things yes and this is why i'm this is you're gonna hear this a lot in this podcast i'm gonna invoke the one words for the for this for every minecrafter knows there's a mod for that there is literally a mod for anything you can think of including that you know wink wink nudge nudge Ooh, uh, no oh see, i see, have Here's the here's the problem with that, John. Is that you're basically applying, you know, an exdius machina to world building. That's not a good. That's not good. Good design. Okay, the GM should basically decide what things are going to be in his world. Yeah, I and mean, that's all there is. He doesn't add new stuff. Okay, because it's a universe. It's got its own laws. Its laws are not the same as the laws of Earth Prime, but they're still laws. And you can't just change it by adding in a mod unless, of course, you're saying this is a virtual space. So yeah, just, be, I'm just be clear about that, John. Just try and be consistent here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying the thing is, I would, I, I would, I would, I would, you know, I would play in as Pixie said, a world where they they simply turn into blockier versions of themselves, you know, because I because for me a mod, a a vanilla Minecraft world is you know isn't that much fun. But if the second I can allow you to keep that your M16 as an M16, it's just now a blockier version of itself. It's not vanilla anymore. It's a it's a it's a world that that, that supports everything you got so uh, so yeah so either you got vanilla world and everything turns to turns a little turns a little cubes or you have a world that supports your m16 and your and your and your jeep so one okay. or the, yeah one or the other you know one or the other you know after 18 hours it turns in you know your jeep gets square wheels and just works just fine on the roads if there are roads 
um, and you can drive around. So it's one or the other. I mean, either you everything you lose all your stuff, your Jeep turns into a into a small little cube you can hold in your hand because it's eighteen hours are up, and everything inside of it's inside that cube too. Uh, it kind of reminds <laughs> me of the whole. Um, it kind of reminds me of the whole thing with the. Uh, oh, what was it? For a virtual, if it was a virtual space. Yeah. Yeah, you keep falling into that. We've been trying to talk about it being an actual world to work with. Yeah. Right, and that's why I'm I'm that's why I'm pushing it's... back so hard on John when he says certain things because if it is not a virtual world where you can change the rules anytime you want to, then there has there does have to be physical laws of some kind, and you should follow them. Yes. I agree with the. I think. What would make most sense for how we've been discussing this? Just make it as an actual world, mm -hmm. and after those eighteen hours, well, you, the the things you have, and they still look like them the things, but it's a bit blockier. It's less round. Yeah, I, I'd go with that. Uh, but you know, part of this is because I am also drawing from again uh, that the Minecraft story mode game. Where there's a there's a major difference between Minecraft worlds and other worlds on the fringe, and the big thing about the worlds on the on the that's called the Tamelanverse. They're all various alternates or parallel worlds of Tamelan Prime. You know, not Earth Prime, Tamelan Prime. You know, that was the first one, and we're all just an alternate version of that world. You know, alternate alternate Earth. Minecraft worlds aren't alternates. Every one of them, except maybe for the first, were created worlds. Someone made them. They're all purpose-built. They're all curated. Someone made them, and they have the ability to, to edit the properties of that world. So they could actually have slightly different properties than another Minecraft world, and yet still be Minecraft. You know, because this is we had this discussion in the in in our face in our private group about the fact that. You know, single-player worlds is what what is what I would normally call a vanilla world. Are boring because there's nothing there. There's nothing to get the players involved. But yeah, I, a typical world. Uh, the only major thing is to eventually go kill the Ender Dragon. Yeah, and that and for players that would require a, a you'd be spending a year or so there doing that, getting everything you need to, to go after the Ender Dragon. But you know and. Uh, because you need Ender and that, and that even assumes you know that you're supposed to do that. That's right. There's and even if I knew to. I was supposed to do it, why would I want to do it? That's a good point. Why would you? Yeah, why do why you don't really have to. There's nothing that tells you to go after it anyway. Yeah. And of course one of the things you need to get are Ender are Ender Pearls. Ugh. From Endermen, um, and Endermen, you cannot engage with ranged weapons. They're immune to them. You have to literally go hand-to-hand -hand with Endermen, and unless you have some really good weapons, they will kill you. And the fact that there's, uh, and the fact that there's only three given places on any particular Minecraft world that you could even use them at. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah... We could, have, you know, you could be dealing with the villagers, and as Pixie said, expanded villagers. So, yeah, I mean, you're just a villager, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the villagers at least have places they can hide from the from the zombies at night, you know, because oh, yeah. they're smarter than you are. <laughs> they have doors. 
Though they... There you go. <laughs> hey, I have doors. Trouble is, zombies can break. Youngling, it's been twenty years. I studied to learn how to make that thing. Says one day you will be able to make a door yourself. <laughs> uh, but zombies can break down doors. But yeah, there, there's tricks about that. But anyway, that's that's. Of course, there always I'd like is. To see them get up to my second floor, though. They don't seem to handle stairs well. Or or ladders. Especially not when I put when I put a block over the end of it. Actually, it was a, just a good fence would keep the zombies out, really. <laughs> there are, there are, no matter what world, whatever thing you deal with, there's going to be techniques, okay? I mean, you know, the uh, the netting will keep out, I'm not saying in this particular world, but the netting will keep out the killer wasps, okay? But they're not going to keep out the, uh, you know, the, the plague-carrying rodents, okay? Uh, you know, because they'll be able to nibble through them. So, it, it, you know, you just have to deal with your environment and figure out the best solutions for what the GM throws at you. Yeah, and for the and for villagers, I mean, yeah, you can... But even expanding the villagers is adding into the game itself. I mean, basically, for the most part, villagers... Yeah, you, go ahead. You kind of have to break away from the game itself if you're going to make it into an actual world. Yeah. Yeah, because then then you have because then you in the game there are there are lost structures. There is the the forest mansion which I've never encountered yet. Uh, it's it's. I, a, I I have seen a witch's hut. Not witch's hut. The, I gave it a wide berth. No, I'm talking the forest mansion, which came out in one of the later versions, which I'm not going to worry about which version. It's a mansion. It's a big wooden building with uh, evil villagers. It's actually they're called illagers inside. Evil illagers. How it plays a new version. Yeah. But yeah, and you got, but yeah, so if you expand the, the lot of the villagers, there obviously has to be some sort of trade system going on between the villages because these guys got stuff. You know, when you go to the villager, he says, oh, I... Actually, I, there is a trade system even in the game. Yes, you can. If you give them the stuff they're, af they're after, they'll give you other stuff. Emeralds, for one. Usually emeralds. So I guess emeralds would be like a kind of currency there. Yeah, emeralds, yeah, definitely are the currency, and they are very rare to find. In fact, the best source of getting emeralds is trading with villagers. Uh, we have to mention something about things like emeralds and diamonds and the, on these worlds. They're not little, tiny little stones. They are one-third of a meter size gems. They're a foot. They're, they're basically a... About a foot by a foot by a foot. About a, a cubic foot-sized gem. Yeah, a cubic foot-sized gem. These are huge, and you can carry 64 of them in a stack in your pocket. <laughs> That's the other weird thing about this place. As soon as you become a Minecraftian, you now can carry, uh, I think I worked out, 32 stacks of 64 items, each of each which can be a cubic meter in size, on your person. You know, and that's that's a huge amount of stuff on your person. And hey, eighteen hours, you mean you can take them someplace else and put them down, and then they turn into whatever it is in that world after eighteen hours. Um, I did make I did want to make one comment about stairs because the tread on stairs is only two steps and it's a meter tall. 
uh, it would need at least be, be four steps or five steps. So I would say when it does the conversion, it turns into a set of stairs at work on that world. Because otherwise, you're looking at, and I have a half a foot and a half. I got to step up again to stair. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> well, some work. But yeah, uh, you can carry a, a large amount of items. And that did bring up one thing we talked about uh, before, too. One thing you can bring back is diamonds and gold in sufficient quantities to crash the world market. I mean, can you pick up, I mean, can you walk over and pick up 50 or 60 of them at a time? You can carry on your person. On your person, but I mean, can you pick up more than one block at a time? You can pick up a stack of, if there was a stack of 64, you could pick up and carry it in your so, hand. Oh. An infinite number of blocks can be picked up by you and carried around. No, only 64. Most uh, 64 in one hand. Okay. okay. Well, that sounds an awful lot to me like they actually have no mass, John. <laughs> okay. Uh, you but, know. but this is a world where, you know, gravity doesn't function the same way. So the, uh, Does it know, function at all? Do you fall? Just for people, just for, just for living creatures. So... Sh- when you say living creatures, I'm assuming you don't mean trees because you just told us about that, that thing where Animal. you can pull a block out of a tree. Animals. It does affect certain blocks, too. Yeah, sand falls. Sand, gravel. Okay, so waterfalls, sand falls. How about lava? Does lava fall? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay, what I'm just saying is that if you go and take a block and you just let go of it, does it fall? Well, you just can't let go of it. You have to place it. Okay. So, All but, right. but, drop, but it, it, you can drop it though. I think, and and it'll just fall onto the ground. Yeah, but it will be like a quarter of its size in that case. Yeah. And it, it'll float. But they float until you pick them up, anyway. Yeah, and if you place it, it goes down as a full size one meter block. Okay, so you see what I'm saying is, is that you know when you that. that you know, I mean, I don't really, I think this whole thing about, you know, you go to a world where they have like, the whole world is made out of gold. Okay. And yes, you could bring that back and crash somebody's economic system with it. Sure. Okay. That's always a possibility in the first worthy game that you're going to run into that kind of thing, you know? Uh, so, and, and but in this particular case with this world, because the physics are so different, then it's, it may not be an issue because as, because as I as I was saying that objects may render into something of considerably different size once they actually get outside the eighteen hour window of what's referred to as the Playtex effect. Well, I would say for, for you know for for um, if you if you as a GM want to do, do go that way, go right ahead. But I'm firm believer that it's you know it's it's solid matter and and it basically gets. Converted. Does that mean somewhere a black hole gets a little bit smaller because it's pulling mass and going into that block and making it one meter in size? Maybe. I mean, we don't know how the fringe worthy system handles these this eighteen hour thing. It could be providing enough energy, mass energy, to turn it into a one meter block of gold. We don't know. That's the thing about the French worthy system. It can, you know, it's one of those things where it's a black box and it's sort of you can make it do yeah. wherever you want. It is the GM's <laughs> option. Here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying is that you you don't you don't but the but what's important to understand here is is that you don't have to assume 
that something that's taken out of a world like this is going to transform into the closest analog in the real world in in the, in the other universe. That's correct. Okay? It the- can it it can change radically depending oh, yeah. upon what you declare to be its nature. Yeah. Now, there's, there is some unique to Minecraft material. Redstone. There's nothing like it in the real world. It, it basically is both a power source and a, a energy conduit. Uh, you can use it to, wire, to create wire, uh, wiring to do different things. But there's really nothing to, like it in the real world. So I would say it's one of those things that just turns into nothing after 18 hours because there's nothing like it there's nothing for it to turn into so it's like like certain magic items on earth prime they become it becomes a, a nice looking stick instead of a magic wand I'd say <laughs> basically an inert pile of red dust copper i mean that'd be the closest because it's con- it does that conduct energy be the closest because it's a conductor yeah it turns into a pile of copper dust no longer sparkles <laughs> You know, um, so I take it that a redstone would work on a world like Bureau Thirteen just fine. No, it's physically it's a physical property. It, it actually provides energy, not magic. It provides energy. It doesn't matter. Still, weird science works on Bureau Thirteen, and it things would. provide things provide energy in mm-hmm. like pulp science inventions that are not scientific explainable. So redstone would work on Bureau Thirteen Earth. Well, yeah. do- if the GM wants it to, yeah, yeah, it's it's a great little power source. Unfortunately, it, it, the source it produces it's not usable by other other non Minecraft things. So it's more or less it's they call it redstone flux. It's not electricity. It's redstone flux. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, so that means I can hear Ray Robertson swearing when he tries to. Oh, it's a power source. And he hooks it up, and he's like, "Son of a." But that does bring a good point about magic, because that is one thing you can do on the Minecraft world. Magic works there. To be continued. Yo, brothers, this was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker. You best attribute this to the folks at Tritech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts. Cause we're some bad mothers.